This is an average fan podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You are now listening to the In and Out podcast hosted by L. Jones. Oh! Such a dumbass. I ain't make it. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the In and Out Hoops Podcast, part of that Average Fan Podcast Network. Hey, we growing, we growing. I got my man on 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 the episode on the pod with me today. Uh, got Jay from the I'm Just Saying Podcast. What to do, Jay? What's going on, man? Ain't nothing, man. Hey, just another great day. Y'all, we got a good show tonight. We're going to sit up here and talk about All-Star Weekend. Y'all know what time it is. Man, we're going to go over some of these skill challenges, slam dunks, three-point shootouts, who going to win. Hey, we got. Hey, we going to have fun with it. So, once again, like always, thank you for coming out. Continue to rate, like, and subscribe to the podcast. Man, Jay. Hey, we here over halfway through the NBA season already. Who would have thought it? I know, right? We don't went by quick. Man, this went by quick. So many things just transpiring in the NBA. Look, okay, so it's been hot topic past couple of weeks. You know, trade deadline is coming gone. So with that being said, I got to get your opinion on it, man. Kevin Durant to the Suns. What What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's good for Kevin Durant, but I don't know how good it is for the Phoenix Suns. If you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I know where you're heading with that one. Um, KD did have a presser today. Uh, came out with some some confident statements, nevertheless. But they were some interesting ones, and you know, he went ahead and he he touted himself as one of the greatest players to ever play this game. Um. Which I'm not going to argue with that, but I just know certain people that do that. You know, they catch a lot of heat when they say stuff like that. But it's cool when he do it. So, he says that and he says, you know, when I join the team, it's a lot of expectation because of what he brings. I see Mm -hmm. no lies told there. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm also with you because, man, it looks good and it sounds good on paper, but realistically the odds of them making the finals how what what percentage would you give them their odds on making the finals their odds of making the finals honestly then i believe it's 50 50 i honestly do but my whole thing with kevin durant is he's one of the most skilled talented players we've ever seen in the game but he doesn't has he doesn't necessarily have the heart to match the skills that he has. So when it comes to situations like these, he has a very great opportunity to push their team forward in a way that they probably wouldn't have before. But does he have the heart to do it? When it gets hard, is he gonna shy out, you know, hide behind excuses and want to trade? Or is he gonna really like dig in and try to make it happen? Because there's really no excuse for it. Now, I'm not saying they should be expecting to win the championship, but they should have a 
great season going forward. I think, and I'm gonna be honest, man. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna stamp the expectation. I think they should be expected to actually make it to the finals and win it. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah, I do. Uh, and the reason I say that is because when you look at it, you add a player and a talent like Kevin Durant to your team. What he brings, everything he said in this presser that he just threw out there, right? Um, when you put all that together, coupled with CP3, Devin Book, you know, Aiden, you got some good complimentary pieces as far as TJ Warren, what he can give you, you know, on a nice nightly basis, Josh Okoge. So they got some they got some stellar pieces on, on like, role player-wise. When you look at the West, you say, first thing, automatically, who can match up with them in the seven-game series? Talking about playoff time. Because people are going to pencil them in for the playoffs regardless. So who can really match them, especially if they're healthy, in the seven-game series? And I think the expectation is they should automatically be the favorites because the shooting that Devin Booker has, the mid-range game and the things that Kevin Durant can can do, and also he will help Aiton. On the defensive end, I just think this is a perfect situation for Kevin Durant to go ahead and capture a title just because this situation reminds me a lot of Golden State, not so much in star power, but he can fit right in as far as what he can bring to the table with his skill set. And then he's not needed to be the leader of this team. Like, Monty Williams and CP3 will be the leaders of this team. Monty being the head coach and obviously CP3, the veteran. I can easily, easily seeing them capturing the championship because there should not be anybody who can match them. I think their right. biggest their biggest thing should, should probably be health. Health will be their biggest opponent they'll probably face. Right. Um, now, I'm not going to say it. Me personally, I don't believe they they will win, right? It sounds crazy. Like how you gonna say? Come on now, like. But I'm putting the expectation that they should. That's my thing. I'm the expectation that they should win the NBA Finals. Like it has to be there because look at what you have. You already made it to the finals without Kevin Durant. Right. You know, and it's so it's so similar to the whole Golden State thing, man. It just. It kind of got me tripping. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, this is almost like deja vu, man. Like, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it should, like you say, on paper, man, it, it should be just a straight line to the finals. But like I said, they could meet adversity, and I just, to me, Kevin Durant is not an adversity guy. I don't think he can handle the adversity, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? I, I I think when everything is going well, and uh, and all signs of go, he's a great player. But you know when when he has to put the team on his back or somebody falls and get injured injured and it's all on him. I just don't know if they can depend on him. And to me, that'll be the determining factor on whether they have a successful rest of the year or not. Agreed. Agreed. I I definitely agree with that. Yeah, man, it's just, it's crazy. Like I said, I did a, did an episode on it, man. Y'all go check that out. But did an episode on it. It just, I'm just like, man, this is crazy the way that the Brooklyn Nets was able to move him the way that they did. And then 
them right now heading into the all-star break. They play the Clippers tonight. So y'all check that out. That'll be a good game. Um, and that will actually, if everything held, held Pat the way it is now, that would actually be a first round matchup. So man, seeing Kawhi Leonard and Paul George go up against them sons, yo, that that's must see TV. So, um, but Phoenix sitting in the fourth spot, man. I mean, (laughs) <laughs> Looking at the West, you can start at the bottom all the way from the top, the way they locked in. New Orleans. Do we see New Orleans beating the Phoenix team in the seven-game series, especially without Zion? No. No. Nah. Luka and Kyrie, as much as that's a lot of backcourt scoring, they would need more help, obviously, from their front line. So yeah. Christian Wood, uh, Hardaway Jr., they would have to pick up the scoring load a whole bunch. Um, so I don't know about them. Minnesota hanging around that six spot. I'm not really sold on them. We'll see what that makes out. They they made them a trade, so we'll see what they do. Um, Sacramento's ahead of ahead of Phoenix right now, which is obviously one of the surprise teams of the NBA. Shout out to Mike mm-hmm. Brown. Mike Brown getting it done, man. Like, yo, we thought he needed LeBron to be good, man. He, he handling things yeah. out there in Sacktown. Light the beam, as yeah. they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Memphis, very intriguing team. I'm not sold on Ja Morant in the playoffs. I like the excitement that Ja brings to the game, but I don't think that Memphis team is really there yet. I don't think right. they're ready to take that next step. And Denver, number one seed right now in the West. I'm not sold on Jokic and Jamal Murray getting it done over this Phoenix team. So I look at it, I'm like, in the West... The way things are stacked up now, maybe a healthy Golden State might give them some issues. They're sitting at the nine spot, but Golden State can't win a game away from down on uh, San Francisco. Seven and twenty-two on the road, man. Come on now. I don't know what's going on with them, man. I I give you another stat: Detroit. The Detroit Pistons are fifteen and forty-four overall, man. They are seven and twenty-three on the road. Yikes. Yeah, so Golden State is horrible away from home. And if you're not a number one seed, you know you don't have home court advantage. So good luck with that. But yeah, yeah, man, I, I was just wanted to get your opinion on that Kevin Durant saga as we talk about this all-star weekend, which he won't be participating in due to his injury. So can't wait to see him get back on the court. But, boy, we got a loaded All-Star weekend. Loaded. Bruh, we got Skills Challenge Saturday night, 8 p.m. We got team. We got team Anatina Kumpo. We got Giannis, Danassis, and Alex. They'll be taking on team Jazz, Jordan Clarkson, Walker, Kessler, and Colin Sexton. And then the rookies represented by... Banchero, Jaden Ivey, and Jabari Smith Jr. of the Houston Rockets. Man, who you think gonna take that skills challenge? Um, uh, I think Giannis team might take this. Woo! <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I think Giannis team might take this. Man, if they gotta shoot jumpers, man, that's gonna throw them in the hole. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go with the rookies. I'm gonna go with okay. the young bucks, man. Um, no particular reason other than I know none of Janice's, him or his brother can shoot jumpers, but I ain't really mad at, I ain't really mad that you picked them, man, because, man, they talented, man. They got motor. They they got mm-hmm. motor. Yeah. I, 
Yo, I gotta get your opinion on this next on this next NBA All Star event, man. Because when I give you this breakdown of who's in it, I re <laughs> I really want to hear who you think is gonna win this three point shootout. Okay. okay. All right, we got Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers, Tyler yeah. Hero of the Miami Heat, Buddy Hill. Of the uh, Indiana Pacers. So, shout out to the Pacers for getting two, not one, but two of their players in this NBA All-Star Weekend doing their thing. Uh, we also got Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers coming in. Um, who else we got? We got Kevin Herter from the Sacramento Kings. Boy, I know the Hawks missing him right now. Man, Boy. They were trading him away. That was so dumb. But anyway. You know how they do with them franchises, man. You know how they do. They know best. Uh, we got Lori Markkinen representing the um the Jazz in that one. Uh, we got a late addition. Uh, a Fernie Simons was supposed to be in there, but he's he's injured, so he will be replaced by Julius Randle of the Knicks. Very interesting. Um, that's a very interesting substitution. And Jason Tatum. Of the Boston Celtics. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so, so who you who you liking in this field? Who who sticks out to you? Who you think's gonna who you think's gonna be the hot guy? What you, what you thinking? Off top, Turner and Lillard stick out of my mind. Off I, top. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Them two right there, like. I feel like they're gonna make some noise. I could be wrong, but just off the top of all out of all the names, those two are the ones I would expect. You know, to really make some noise in this content. For Especially sure. Hernan. For sure. For sure. And that that that's the guy I was looking at the might the the probably take it all. Like Yeah. As far as just like how he shoots. Man. Hey, man. Why do you think Steph don't do more of it? I think Steph really just don't have nothing to prove, man. <laughs> I don't think he has anything to prove. Yeah, um, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of don't like that he don't do it. it I mean, he's done it before. He's won. I mean, you remember him and Clay? Him and Clay were yeah, doing and uh, I remember, but I, I still kind of wish he did more of them. But now, nah, go ahead, my bad. No, nah, you good. Um, that's an interesting topic because when we get to this dunk contest, that's definitely something that we that will be brought up and discussed. Um, what guy do you think should not be in this three point shootout though? Uh, I don't really know Buddy Hill for. Shooting a lot of threes, I could be wrong. And uh, that—that's—that's that's the name that really I was like, I don't know. Really? Direct? Yeah. Who you think? Um, yo, I'm gonna go with a wild one. Mm. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Jason Tatum. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you right, you right. It's gotta be Jason Tatum. <laughs> Um, not even really, 
you know, you don't, I don't like to say it like that, but when you really break it down, when you actually think about it, just Tatum, as far as his in-game shooting, compared to his his percentage overall. So, I'm going to give you the top 10 right now in the NBA, top 10 uh, three-point shooting leaders. Malcolm Brogdon of the Celtics, Isaiah Joe of OKC, and most people do not watch OKC games. But if you get to check one out, they are probably one of the most exciting teams to watch in the NBA. Young and up and coming. Yes, man. Got a lot of stars. That boy SGA, he might rock them big red boots. And it might look crazy, but his game, his game is off the charts. Uh, I like Josh Giddy. They got a lot of young guys, man. And they're doing this all without Chet Holmgren, who's out for the year. So they get him back next year. That could be a team. They're probably like a, a veteran away from really turning some things around. So with Brogdon and Joe, they're shooting 45% from three this year. Caltavius Pope, KCP, he's shooting 45%. Uh, Luke Kennard, Damian Lee, Desmond Bain, your boy Steph Curry uh, coming in. Oh, my bad, though. Yeah, Steph Curry, he's got a uh, 42%. Buddy Hill, 42% from three. Oh, wow. 42% from three. Check this out. Buddy Heald has made 233-point shots this year. Dang, how I missed that? 230. (laughs) I was so wrong. My bad. (laughs) So he's doing this thing, followed by Alex Burke and Joe Harris. So Jason Tatum. Right, I had to throw his name out there because, like I said, to me, he's just one of those guys who he don't really just stand out to me as far as just being a three-point shooter. He's not even in the top 50 of three-point shooting in the NBA. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. They just needed a name. They needed something to carry that All-Star Week. See, and All-Star Weekend, they're going to have to change some things up, man. Like, they're they going to have to make some adjustments. they going to have to... they they really going to have to really look into some stuff. Because there's a lot of other yeah. guys they probably could have put in this uh, three-point shootout that mm-hmm. it, it, kinda, it probably would have been better. Tyrese Halliburton, would y'all believe it or not, just a tick, shooting a, just a tick above clay thompson when it comes to three-point percentage so that's something to look at uh kevin herter he's actually number 47 in the nba three-point percentage he's shooting 39 percent but i just feel like this might be his 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 setting and i think the dark horse for me would be tyler hero because that boy can stroke it oh yeah he can dang i forgot all about him yeah so it is Black History Month, but I'm going to throw it out there. I'm, I'm rocking with the two white boys. <laughs> I think I think Herder and Hero. Lillard's not a bad choice, bro, especially when it comes to the four-point shot in his range. But, right. man. But, I mean, honestly, the, the white players are known to be sharpshooters. We got to give them to them. Got to give them their props, man. I got to give them their props in, in, in the sport that's kind of dominated by the other side. I mean, yeah. It's been a lot of them that can really shoot that ball. 
Yeah, and I ain't mad at it, man. I ain't mad at it. And (laughs) we definitely going to enjoy this one for sure. And what used to be one of the... One of, what used to be one of the most highlighted events, one of the most I can't wait to see the the slam dunk contest. Yes. And at one point, it was bigger than the All-Star game itself. Man, what happened to point, the All-Star game? What happened, man? I, I feel like this generation of players don't have any creativity when it comes to dunks. Everybody is just remixing and redoing all the great dunks we've seen before. And I feel like a lot of this generation of NBA players don't have an appreciation for the All-Star game because it's really for the fans. You know what I'm saying? And I I feel like they more into themselves, but I just feel like participating in an event like this can only help the whole NBA and it can build your cachet as an individual player. If you give the fans something to watch. Yeah, I I agree. Number one example, the number one example, Michael Jeffrey, George, the logo on the shoe is from what? You already know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You already know. And I just, they don't approach it with any more creativity. And I think it, and I think because the game has gotten away from driving to the hoop as much as they used to, I think that might be a part of it too. Because, you know, when I was growing up, dunking was the ultimate basketball move. Like, we love layups, love mid range, love three pointers. But dunking was the, you know what I'm saying? It was the, it's why you watch basketball a lot of times. You want to see that mean dunk, that super athletic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. For sure. the game is so far away from that. I just feel like this generation of players is an afterthought. For the ones who can jump, ain't really trying to do nothing new or different. It's just, let me go out here and just do a little few things. and You know, it's just, it ain't no love for it. Like No, and I I think that's that's more or less like a change in, like the, the times have changed, like you said, um, I'll equate it to the whole Steph Curry thing. Like everybody focuses on the three point shot and you know how we were just talking about the three point contest. I mean, that actually should replace the slam dunk contest as the prime event for all-star weekend on Saturday night, because let's be honest, man. I mean, we, it, it's actually more entertaining now than the slam dunk contest. I mean, we got four contestants this year We've seen guys get robbed. And one thing we know about the three-point shootout, it's not subjective at all. Like, you go out there, you shoot, you score your points. Like, you got to have the highest point total. You get into the slam dunk contest, you got these judges. They might not think a dunk is great, and it is. I mean, over the years now, dunk contests has just gotten so boring. Um, so So many guys can't nail their first dunks. It takes so many attempts. Um, and, and you're going to see the same. Like, okay, what, which dunks you think you're going to see? Just just name me a couple dunks that, that we probably going to see. So I'm going to give you the contestants um, and the teams they play on. I'm going to give you the judges. Yeah. And then I'm going to kind of let you know 
what I think is going to go on. So, and our participants this year for 2023, we got Kenya Martin Jr. So that's mm-hmm. a call back to Kmart. Kmart known for dunking. So we see why they <laughs> threw Kmart Jr. in there for the Houston Rockets. Right. We got mm-hmm. Mac McGlung, who became social media famous for the way he played and some of his dunks. Uh, he's mm-hmm. playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Trey Murphy the third, New Orleans Pelicans. And Jericho Sims from the New York Knicks. Our judges this year will be Jamal Crawford, Mr. Six Man of the Year himself, Lisa Les- mm. Lisa Leslie, representing that WNBA. Mm. You gotta bring out, you gotta bring out the hometown hero since the All Star Game is in Utah. Carl Malone, the mailman, fourteen time NBA All Star. We got okay. some dunkers in in our judge judging pool. We got. Dominique Wilkins, the human, what they call him, the human highlight reel, two-time slam dunk champion. And we got Harold Miner, two-time slam dunk champion as well. So we got some guys who know some ball. With that being said, I expect for these guys to come out here and try to impress the judges. I expect to see a dunk with the hand behind the head. It's Carl Malone's signature dunk. I expect to see one of these guys pull that dunk out. Yes, I expect right. to see a windmill. I expect to see mm-hmm. a windmill. Mm-hmm. I pray I don't see somebody try to stick the elbow in the rim. I'm over that. I, Let's leave that alone. I expect, see, <laughs> I expect to see a windmill. I expect to see a dunk from the free throw line. I expect to see a between the leg dunk. That. That's what we're going to see. And that is the issue. Everybody is just remixing the old shit. Nobody I, is really trying to bring new dunks to the table. And that's what kills the dunk contest. We've seen this before. I would just, my advice to the contestants this year, even though I've never competed in a slam dunk contest, but I've seen enough. Mm. Please don't leave the side of the backboard alone. If I see one more. Bounce pass off of the side. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy. Because I swear I see it every year. Somebody throws a ball from the side, tries to do a reverse underneath the underneath the rim or between the legs from underneath the rim. Like, leave it alone. And can we stop jumping over people? Is it? I'm just echoing your sentiments, man. The same things yeah. over and over again. Um, I really, if I had to pick a favorite in this one, I would probably say Trey Murphy the third. Um, Kenya Martin Jr. has bounced. Jericho Sims, he's taller. Uh, taller players usually don't do too good uh, in a slam dunk contest. Matt McGlone being the shortest. Uh, I just feel like Jericho's better in game. He's a better in game dunker. And, right. you know, sometimes I think with the selection of some of these guys, they'll have some highlight real dunks. But, um, we kind of get that misconstrued for creativity in your dunk. So, right. fan fantasy right now, if you had to replace these four guys with four people, oh, four on, yeah. What? My bad. Hold on one second. So, as he as he goes and he handles his biz, y'all check this out. Why y'all got a moment? Who would be y'all four? That y'all would actually put in the slam dunk contest. I, I just I just want to know that. I just 
Who would be your four contestants out of the NBA right now who you would have in the slam dunk contest? Because we get on certain certain stars in the NBA. Like one of the things I hear the most is uh LeBron James' name gets brought up. We see he has all these dunks in game. One of the people that one like everybody wants to see him do a slam dunk contest. Been in the league forever in a day and then some hasn't done it yet. Don't know why, especially the polarizing athlete that he is. Um, is he is he ducking smoke from the MJ comparisons? I mean, if he was to join the slam gun dunk contest, I can probably imagine everybody would go ahead and say, Hey, you know, Jordan. Jordan never lost a dunk. Like, I can hear it. I can hear it. So, I'm not mad at it. I just think it's interesting. Um, but who would you guys, y'all top four dunkers be? Who would y'all want to see in the dunk contest? I'll go ahead and, and I'll give my four as I wait on Jay to get back. Um, number one would have to be John Morant himself. Right? Of course. John Morant. Star studded, does his thing. I mean, we he has everything we we want in the dunk contest, right? He's got the bounce. He's got the ability to just do certain things with the ball in the air. His hang time is crazy. I would absolutely love to see Ja Morant in the slam dunk contest. Um, my second contestant, if this man was healthy would have to be Zion Williams. I want to see a guy of his size, his caliber, just power dunk. It will kind of remind me something of something along the lines of a Sean Kemp, y'all. Y'all bear with me now. Y'all bear with me. Sean Kemp brought so much power and flavor to the dunk contest. I think that's something that we need. Um, a younger guy who is able to punch it home, man. And I think that's something also that this slam dunk contest has been missing is just the creativity. And with them two, my next two, yo, you got to give me Josh Levine. You got to give me Zach Levine. Excuse me. Zach Levine has to be one of the contestants in the dunk contest. No, he's a, no, he's a multi-time champion, but him coming back would be awesome, especially in a dunk contest with Zion and Ja. The ratings would be through the roof. NBA, y'all can thank me later if y'all somehow managed to make this happen. And my fourth contestant will be none other than Aaron Gordon. Them two gave us the greatest dunk battle we have seen outside of Jordan and Wilkins. Just everything they put on the table Everything they're able to bring is awesome. Love it. So then will be my four. And to make it entertaining, y'all, to make it entertaining, y'all listening, I would make it teams. Oh, yeah. I would make it teams. Give me Aaron Gordon and John Moran on one team and Zach Levine and Zion Williamson on another team. They get four. They get... Let's make it fun, right? They get six dunks a piece as a team. 
They can do one collectively. They can do them individually, three apiece. However, but the highest score out of the team, they win. I want to bring some new flavor to this All-Star Weekend because they need something to really carry this dunk contest, something to spice it up, something to really just bring it back, you know? So that would kind of be my spin on this slam dunk contest. I'm, I'm really eager, eager to really see how y'all feel about that, though. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Put that in the comment section. Who would y'all four be? And what twist would y'all give to the dunk contest that would bring some life to it, right? Because as we said, man, that is really what the game has been missing. Like, we we just had so many great dunk con contestants and competitors from your Vince Carter to, of course, your Dominiques and Michaels. Like I said, Harold Miner, he's Michael Finley. So you got Isaiah Riders. You got all these guys who just brought passion, Stevie Franchise, to the dunk contest, T-Mac, star-studded event. I mean, all the major stars on the sideline to see see their, um, you know, their, the guys they go up against during the year. Some of them are teammates. So you really love to see that and have that type of atmosphere. Everybody's on their feet. Uh, one thing, like I said, I, I just dislike about the dunk contest is just all these missed dunks. It really kills and brings down the energy. Then, you know, when you got former NBA guys doing the commentating, they own you. <laughs> they own you. So hey, that's something I think the NBA needs to look look into. Really brings some um, different, different, different flavors. So. Four dunkers, they're going to compete in a two-round competition. These are the rules for this year. Uh, five dunches, dunk, five judges for each dunk. Score 40 to 50 given by each judge. So an attempt this year will be defined as a player controlling the basketball while airborne, moving it to the rim. A try is defined as the action taken in an effort to attempt to dunk. Uh, first round, two dunks, one and two. Uh, the competition order. For dunk number two of the first round will be determined by the inverse order of the dunk number one scores. Okay, so your two dunkers with the highest scores, obviously, dunk one and two, they go to the final round. Minimum being 80 score and the max being 100. So first round tiebreaker in the event, you got a tiebreaker in the first round, y'all. It's going to be the judge's choice in that one. No, y'all don't really like leaving that in the hands of the judges, so you got to take care of your business, okay? Final round, you get two dunks. Uh, the dunker, obviously, with the lowest score total from the first round is going to go first. Uh, the dunker with the highest final composite score, obviously, will be the champion. Uh, the tiebreakers, if we have a tiebreaker. Y'all think we're going to have a tiebreaker this year? Really, uh... Man, it'd be crazy if we did have a tiebreaker this year with this field. Really interested to see how that goes. So the tiebreaker. Um, in the event we got a tiebreaker, one dunk dunk off will take place to determine the champion. Each dunker will be limited to one attempt during the dunk off round. So they already they they already know that they don't want to draw it out, stretch it out none. So one dunk. 
Uh, still tied after the one dunk off the champion is going to be determined by the judges. Yep, putting it in the hands of the judges. So those are your rules for this year's slam dunk contest. Y'all, who y'all think going to win that dunk contest? I'm interested. What about you? How you feel about it? Interested to see how that's going to go. And then we follow that up with Sunday night. We have the 72nd NBA All-Star Game. With, with the new twist, obviously, selecting their teams right before the game. Straight pickup style. I love it. I'm into it. I'm really vibing with that. Um, I think it's a really, really cool fix. So, uh, I think it really bring back some, bring some flair into it, man. Welcome back. Welcome back, Jay. Welcome back, man. <laughs> uh, hey, before you go into the all-star game, I'm going to give you three other people that I would love to see in the dunk contest and how I think they could change it. All right. Who you got? My number one is LeBron James. <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like you gotta give us one before you leave the industry. Like you gotta give us one dunk contest. Why not? Like Okay, I feel that. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Like they gonna love it regardless. You LeBron. Number two, Giannis, I got the tooth poke. <laughs> man. I, man, I just man, I just feel like he come up with some not man. I just I just want to see it. And the last one and the one I think could really win the dunk contest is John Morant. Yeah, oh for sure. I think John Morant would dominate a dunk contest because he has the, the 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 agility and the finesse to to make certain physical movements that might be cool to see in a dunk contest. If he was creative. And right. how I think I think they're gonna have to incentivize the dunk contest in order for people to really care about it in this day and age. I feel like the players will have to get something out of it in order for them to go hard. Maybe uh 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 maybe a sneaker deal or an ad deal, something where they could get some revenue out of the situation. Out of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. But I, I could see that. I could see that. I think that's the only way that the dunk contest would be exciting. I think these players, I don't know if they necessarily care enough to make it exciting, but that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, and, you know, you were on the same wavelength as me because, you know, one of my four were John Morant, Zion, uh, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. And I said I would do teams. Um, mm -hmm. I would want it to be a team up uh, dunk contest. So, you know, give me Aaron Gordon and John Morant. Give me Zach Levine and Zion Williams on the team. And the six dunks, six dunks out of the two teams. You know what I'm saying? You can do them individually. You can do them collectively as a team. But. I would really want to see them switch up that format. And I feel like if you add them four into the all-star game with that little twist, with that little thing on there, I think that'll help bring some of the excitement back, man. Like, dang, we doing, we doing team dunk contest now. Like it's something different. And you know, as I stated, man, like 
back in the day you watch a dunk contest, it'd be the dunks. But then it'd be your it'd be your your fellow NBA mates out there, like with the phones and the cameras and like everybody's lined up, like knowing they're gonna see a show. I don't get that type of excitement or vibe anymore from the dunk contest. And it's no disrespect to the athletes or nothing, but it's like you said, they just don't really care about the dunk contest no more. Nah. And that's why I, that's why I feel like it got to be some incentive for them. But I don't know if the NBA would really want to do that. Pay them jokes. Pay them winners a million five. One point five, man, for the winner. Because I feel I you got to do that. something. I, I just maybe if they gave them an ad of some sort, some like they got a year deal, some ad revenue where they could just make a couple extra thousand or maybe a million, you know, and it promotes the NBA and it yeah. give them a little extra boost. Yeah, they got to do something different, man. They got to bring that back or if they if they going to keep it the same way, man, let the three-point shootout be the last event on Saturday. I, yeah. I can pass on that dunk contest, but, you know, they already took some steps in improving this, the all-star game format with the Elam ending they did, which I thought was pretty dope. And mm-hmm. you know the the whoever has the two the two highest uh, vote getters or the captains they pick their own teams which talked about on my last episode how you know LeBron has not lost in this new format like <laughs> so this year they're gonna select their teammates right before the game. Mm. Some people like it, some people don't. Some people are like, nah. But I'm like, if you love the game of basketball, you feel this this change, man. You like, yes, bring it back. You know what? Next year, next year NBA bump it. Y'all go to Rucker Park, man. Hell with it. <laughs> I was just gonna say, man, if they really made a street ball, that real excitement. Man, just just give them one. Just give them one in New York. Have the All-Star Weekend, have the three-point shootout at Rucker Park, then have the slam dunk contest, and then the All-Star game? Yeah. Man, that would be one of the craziest. Like, yo, y'all go ahead on social media. Let's get it out there. Let's really get this, like, moving, y'all. Like, I think this would be a really good idea for the NBA, a different route, a different path for them to go down. Um... We know that a lot of people obviously would want to show up and watch it, but I just think the street ball field to the all-star game would be something different. Yeah, it really would, man. It's just going to bring a different energy. It's going to strip all that corporate stuff and just get back to the essence of just playing basketball. Oh, yeah. People hated the bubble because it didn't have no fans. But the Mm -hmm. bubble showed who the real hoopers were. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like. Forget all these millions of dollars and flying out and doing all this after the game. Man, just give me a basketball and me and you on the court and let's go to war. Like, I don't care yeah, about nothing else. Yeah, let's just hoop, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know people hated the bubble because it was boring to watch on TV. But once again, if you got a love and a passion for the game of ball, it's just like, man, it just does something for you. It's actually more pure than having all them fans. Like, I get that it's a fan thing. Like, basketball now has become more for the fans. But, dude, I'm talking about when you're able to see that. Can you imagine, like, Luka hitting a step-back three at, at Rucker Park or Kyrie doing the jet? Like, those highlights. Man, 
Think about if we had one in the past, right? Kobe was still alive, able to hoop an all-star game at the Rucker, man. Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff, man. Just crazy. So, y'all, all-star weekend. About to be lit. It's about to be packed. I hope y'all really check it out. Go ahead. Man, just get y'all stuff ready. Enjoy this. Thank you again, Jay, for doing the pod with me, being on here. Uh, no problem, man. Hey, man, it's been real. It's been fun. Remember to rate, like, subscribe. In and out, Who's Podcast. Your host, L. Jones. I'm out. <laughs>